Our sermon text is John 6, 1 through 15. And we usually stand for this part. We, we need a good stand up. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee. That is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for all these people to eat? He asked him this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. And Philip answered him, It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough food for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. And when they all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who has come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our heart be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name. So this is one of Jesus' most famous miracles. Have you guys heard of this miracle before? It's kind of like kind of one of the big ones. Every Jesus movie has this one in it. In fact, this is one of the few miracles that's recorded in all four gospels, uh, which is pretty pretty significant. Uh, John. As we've been studying John's gospel, we've seen that John kind of tells the story of Jesus in a different way. You know, he's telling from a different perspective. He focuses on Jesus' deity, his union with the Father. John's writing is much more, uh, there's a lot more metaphor, it's a lot more poetic. He's, He's not really writing a chronological work as much as he's organizing sort of by category. So a lot of times John doesn't include the miracles we find in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But he includes this one, which tells us this, is, this was a pretty big deal. It says that the, the 12 were there, the inner circle of disciples. That was Jesus' like, like, like official enrolled school students, disciple team, the 12. And then there was this great crowd. Now we know that Jesus had... Uh, he kind of had his close-knit friends. A lot of times he goes away with like James and John and Peter. 
But then there's the 12, which is like his official school of disciples, because he did this as a rabbi. And then we know that there was a group of maybe 70 that kind of followed Jesus around everywhere. And then sometimes there were great multitudes. And this is one of those times where there was a great multitude. And it says they were in Galilee. Galilee, last story, they were in Jerusalem. South Galilee is up in the north. Galilee was an especially poor area. Uh, Galilee was also sort of a revolutionary hotbed. Uh, It was a place where Roman oppression was really felt uh, on a daily basis. Uh, There were lots of, uh, there's a lot of like uh, revolutionary tension in Galilee. So Jesus is in Galilee and multitudes are following him. So that would have attracted attention of the authorities. Uh, I imagine that if being one of the 12, they would have sort of been on high alert. And here Jesus is on this mountainside with all these people. This was like a big event. You can imagine in your life times when you had like big events that stick in your memory. This was one for the 12. And it says that Jesus gathered the 12 around him and sat on a mountainside. Kind of like I'm sitting teaching you now. Normally in church, pastors stand behind a podium or something. That's sort of our tradition. Actually, in first century Judaism, it was their tradition that rabbis would sit and it was much more like this. So Jesus is, this is a teaching moment for the 12. And then there's like this huge crowd. That would sort of be like, if we were here, I'm teaching you guys, but there were crowds of people looking on and watching us today. That was the vibe. So, big deal. One of the questions I'd like us to consider this morning is, if you were one of the 12 on this day, this would have stuck out in your memory, but what would be the thing that you learned? If you were in Jesus' school, this is obviously a big day at Rabbi Jesus' school. What was the lesson that Jesus was trying to teach the 12 through this miracle? What is it that you or me would have learned? After all this, when we were cleaning up, we were going and getting, filling 12 baskets for 12 disciples. Each one of us filled our basket. So we walked around and we said, what do you think, what do you think that was all about? What would we have, oh, I think it was about this. I think it was about this. What would we have learned? I think that's important. I think it's important for us to think that way about Jesus' teachings and Jesus' miracles. Instead of just looking on and thinking of it as a look what I can do story. (laughs) Oh, look, Jesus, he took a sack lunch and he multiplied it. Wow. Cool. That's great. But we need to put ourselves in the story. Because that's actually what God invites us to. To know Jesus and to grow with him. So what would be the thing that we would have learned that day? That's the big question. And also, what is John, the gospel writer, he would have been there. He would have learned that thing. And he's trying to communicate that again to us. There's a big idea floating around somewhere in this story. There's a lesson. I don't want to call it a moral because that kind of sounds like Aesop's fables. Uh, but there's a big idea behind this that we need to grasp. And I think it's more than just Jesus can make more bread out of some bread. Okay? So there's the big question. Um, 
he's in Galilee. He's got the 12, 5,000, it says 5,000 men. It's like a first century Jewish way of counting. So we know if there's 5,000 dudes that are grown up, there's, uh, there's way more people than that because there's also women, there's also kids. So maybe 10, 15, maybe 20,000 people. Huge crowd. They're getting hungry. That makes sense. This is a poor area. Especially if Jesus came into town quickly, they probably would have ran out there, not enough time to make food. Jesus has been out. He's probably healing people, doing his thing. All of a sudden, people are getting hungry. It's clear. Nobody planned for lunch. Jesus sits his 12 down, and he does his thing. He says, uh, what does he say? Where should we buy 